trash on Fridays, cats on their own evening prowls, small dogs let out to wander. But they don't bother me and almost seem to enjoy my company. No coyote escort today, however. I fall into my well-practiced rhythm, draw deeply of the dawning morning. Here, in the zone where every breath takes on such meaning, I find the best part of my day. Today, I discern some subtle shift. Perhaps it is the earth's lean towards summer, but there is motion. Unexpected. Disorienting as if I'm running somewhere new. But am I running from or to? I used to hate running. In high school, I always trailed the pack running laps in P.E. After graduation and into my one year of college, I avoided most forms of exercise except skiing and the occasional bike ride. Three pregnancies, two years in between each, didn't do much except breastfeed and eat. By the time all three kids were finally in school, I was a big sack of blubber, afraid to even start an exercise program. It took staring down probable diabetes to make me consider how much I wanted to stay alive. I cut carbs, started walking. One mile a day, then two. After a while, I ran downhill. Later, uphill too. Now, less than a year later, I run more than five miles every day. My legs are amazing. My body is tight, and I love how that feels, how that looks. Certain neighbors have made it a habit to come outside and watch me run by every day, despite the early hour. There is power in that in the ability to manipulate the intent behind the smiles and hellos. And while I would never take up with someone this close to home, knowing I could makes me happy. I run to be happy. Run to be strong. Run to be successful at something besides being a mom. And when I run, I can think. And today, I'm thinking again about geometry, about cubes, squares, triangles, how they're all made up of lines. A line is a collection of points along a straight path that goes on and on forever in opposite directions. Two lines that never intersect are parallel. Two lines that intersect, forming 90-degree angles, are perpendicular. Perpendicular lines cross each other. Crossing lines. Today I'm thinking about how easy it is to be perpendicular, and about how... While parallel lines may not intersect, parallel lives too often do. When I get back, all out of breath and sheathed in a shimmer of perspiration, Jace is up and heading toward the shower. Coffee? I ask. He takes one look at me, smiles. In a few. But first, come here. Did I ever tell you that sweaty women turn me on? Thus your addiction to beach volleyball? I go over for a morning kiss, sex the farthest thing from my mind. Jace, however, is totally in the mood, as advertised by the twitch of his heart on. Come on. We haven't had a morning go in a while, and I don't have to be in the office until nine. He coaxes me toward the unmade bed. Pretty please? I start to protest, to say something about having to change the sheets but it's simpler just to give in for the ten whole minutes it will take to make him a satisfied man, and me a dutiful wife. He leans me, stomach against the rumpled spread, over the bed, tugs down my shorts.
I close my eyes as he slips two fingers inside me. See now? You're ready for me. Strangely, I am. And when he pushes more than his fingers inside, the sex is comfortable. Easy. No work at all. It doesn't even take ten minutes until I feel the familiar tightening of his thighs. Jace comes. I don't. He punctuates his final thrust with a soft oomph. Pulls away. Sticky. Starts again for the shower. Dues paid. I'm a little less guilty about reminding him. Don't forget I'm going out with Andrea tonight. Michaela's spending the night at Emily's, but Trace and Brianna will be here. Get home on time, okay? He's always home on time, unless he's on a really big case. But lately, even his litigations are slam-dunk average. Some would call that lucky, I guess. I find it ho-hum, but it pays the bills and pays them well. I watch.